G'day and welcome to episode 116 of the bike pod. After a bit of a false start, and then we looked uh, at which episode we're up to. The, the fact checkers have already <laughs> started on us. It's yeah. a bit of a worry when we, we're starting that early with that kind of critical yes. information, but anyway. I've got an excuse. I mean, the Eagles won, the Red Sox won, <laughs> yeah. Manchester United are terrible. Um, and the Wildcats are sitting on top. Yeah, of ten and one, looking yeah. good actually. Yeah. Despite can't they can't get their best team out there, but they're still finding ways to jag wins. Yeah, which is always a good sign for uh, for teams. And your FPL teams, eleven points clear on top of the ladder, despite having the fifth best score in the league of eight. And doing how am I doing this? Just doing enough to get through. It's <laughs> ah, not how it's how many. So the cricket. We've uh, managed to tie a T20 international series, or who cares cricket, as T20 internationals should be well, I think renamed. Well, more importantly, they won their first game under Justin Langer. Yeah. 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 What, what, are, what are we thinking? Like, oh, well, uh, India, India won't get a better chance to win a series over here, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, I feel like Coley could, on his own, make more runs than their entire top order put together. Um, but it's, it's got to be Peacom. He's the man. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking him to get Coley out cheaply and keep us in the series. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot not to like. I mean, Renshaw not getting a gig. Well, Why? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, well, somebody's going to have to stand up and make some runs. <laughs> Understatement of the century. <laughs> and that's the scary part is, is like you actually look at who they're picking and it's like, who's it likely to be? It's Sean Marsh. He's in good form. He's, he's batting like a dream at shield level. So he could be... He could be it's always feast or famine with him. I think yeah. he's... He's preparing to feast. Generally, if he gets, if he gets past 20 and he can... St- and and he can stay away from the edge of his bat when Ashwin's bowling. I yeah. think he'll be all right. Yeah, I mean that's the other concerning thing. And the way the team's lining up at the moment, everyone except Finch could be a left-hander, which doesn't doesn't bode well with Ashwin ripping them past the edge. Well, like, one of Hanscom and Mitch Marsh are going to have to play isn't oh, it? Yeah, with, the, with the squad that they've yeah. picked. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just. I think I'm more pissed off about the fact that they're talking about David Warner just coming back in as soon as the band's over. Uh, like, really? Can we can look we... at the women's? T- all right, no. And I, I just want to say this first, right? As all the cultural reviews, all the ethics center reports, everything else that's going on. Do you know what the biggest difference is? The women's team didn't have a cunt named David Warner playing for them. And they're doing fine. They just won the World T20. Everything's rosy there. If you just take David Warner out of that men's side, there, there goes 90% of your problems right there. I, I laughed. I remember reading a comment where somebody asked the question whether they had, whether the Australian cricket team had a culture problem or a Warner problem. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, what's your take on all of that and the review and... Everything else. I mean, uh, we haven't I mean, spoken. We haven't spoken, at least on the record, about it since then. Nothing surprising out of the review. I thought it was funny because I agreed with everything the review said. But then, when I heard the players' union coming out and saying, "Oh, therefore the players' bans should be reduced," I thought, "Not in a million years!" Like you guys knew what you were doing was. Che- James Sutherland wasn't out there with sandpaper. He wasn't the one cheating. You guys knew it was the wrong thing to do, and you did it anyway. So. 
Look, I, I, I mean, questioned... They, they revoked their right to challenge the... They challenged it about oh, nine months ago, roughly now. Yeah. So... So this idea that, oh, all these findings come out, that changes everything. No, that argument doesn't hold any water with me. Um, it's... Mm. Like, it's, it's everything that we've seen happening in cricket over the last few years, just finally being out in the open. I mean, there was, no, there was nothing there that I sort of went, wow, you know, I can't believe that. It was all just stuff that I've taken for granted as a cricket follower now. I do love the but, Gideon Hay comments about the, the guy who was in charge of the media deal getting lost going, going to the common room <laughs> for the press conference and saying that nothing was a more apt description of where the team was at that yeah. point in time. Um, yeah, but I just... Like, I mean, look, I think the shake-up at the top is well overdue when mm. you consider how long those people have been in those positions. Firstly, that. And then secondly, all the issues that have happened during that tenure as well. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was really disappointed that Mark Taylor stood down. I would have yeah. liked to have seen him. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say because like, he's... I mean, I think he's the best captain we've ever had. He's the shrewdest cricket mind I've ever seen on the field. But whether that actually would have translated off the field or not, didn't I don't watch, know. Didn't watch like, much Stephen Fleming, obviously. No, I'd still take Tubbs. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll still did, take him. Fleming did more with less. Um, yeah. But... It's, yeah, just the way they're now saying, like, Warner's going to come straight back in. It's like, well, do we want him? Well, well I've already said, if he, if he comes back and plays for Australia, when he walks out to bat, I will stand and I'll boo him loudly. I want him nowhere near the Australian side. The bloke's a cunt. And I just, there's, there's no, like, the, I wanna, you, you can't do anything to overcome that. At the end of the day, a shit bloke is a shit bloke, just like Michael Clark is, and my God... The stuff that he's been coming out and saying this week, like, just the mo- a more tone-deaf individual. Like, he should go into politics. He should, he should run for the Liberal Party because he's, he is as tone-deaf as all of those politicians right now. Just, yeah, one shitload coming out and defending can, another one this Can week. I uh, poke the bear with regards to him walking off the field? <sighs> just because he got yeah. sledged? But, and did you hear the full sledge? Yes, it was Phil Hughes's brother. Yeah, you're, and a, dis- you're a disgrace. Yeah, you should be, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Dave, given some of the stuff that you're sure to have said to mm. different people over the years, I'm sorry, if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and chirp off, uh, you gotta learn to take mm. it, buddy. And if you can't take it, shut thy mouth. Yeah. No, I just I just don't want him to come back. No, he's really, I mean, it's, it's really funny. I, I got a bit of inside intel this week with regards to one of the three guys and what they're doing. And it's, it's really funny that you hear the talk about what's going on with, with you know, with Warner. Mm. And um, one, the, uh, the West Australian boy, Mr. Bancroft, has apparently been doing a lot of work on his mental resilience, recognising that when he steps out onto the field that he's going to get sledged. Mm. Yeah. And I have no problem with that, honestly. Like, and I think that if you, you do stuff like this, you're, you're fair yeah, game. That's right. so. And I think that, that it's, yeah. it's 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 actually the self awareness that maybe somebody else is lacking. Yeah. And um, but I think yeah. Well, I, the thing that always worries me about the Australian cricket team 
and at least the current iteration of the Australian cricket team, is I think that their bowling attack is massively overrated. If they were as good as everybody says they were, wouldn't, wouldn't and shouldn't we have seen evidence that they can roll teams for less than 200? Mm. Yeah, Mitchell Stark of the Red Ball is nothing. And he's arguably the the the, over, the, yeah. the most overrated one of the lot. Yeah, I was just like, I've never really been sold on Nathan Lyon because I just don't think he runs through teams in the fourth innings. And say what you will about the guy. I mean, he probably is the best spinner in the country, um, yeah. at least for a few more years until Lloyd Pope hopefully kicks on. Mm. But I've never really been sold on him. Um, I think I actually think Hazelwood is quite underrated because yeah. I think the good thing about him is his best and his worst day. I mean, I remember the first day of the Ashes last year, you and I were talking about it afterwards and we were saying that it was a really rare thing. It was actually Hazelwood having a bad day. Mm. And I think he ended up picking up three wickets or something the first innings, but that's one of the worst I can remember him bowling. Yeah. So I think he's very good. Cummins obviously relies on, you know, the, the pace and bounce to assist him but you always feel like he's you know one one injured, well, one muscle tear away from you know I mean it's a, being out for 12 months the, the, it really it is funny you know, I certainly agree about Hazelwood but like the the thing that annoys me is just that you know the wretched run of injuries that James Pattinson's had yeah yeah he's the one out of the, of the lot that I've I've always liked the most and rated the most because mm. he's got that little bit of mongrel in yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that this is the type of series where we, we might need to badge a few guys. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there wondering who's actually going to do that. Mitch Marsh, maybe? <laughs> Probably more a chance of him doing it than, than most. No, I think... Yeah, Stark it, might do it by accident. Yeah. Trying to bowl a Yorker. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think I actually think Cummins is something of a barometer for the team as well. Like I think if he if he bowls well, then with Hazelwood at the other end, will always be a match for for any team in in yeah. Australian conditions. But I was when they come out and say that they're the best attack in the world. I'm like, where's the evidence to support that? Mm, yeah, um, you know, can't can't win in Asia at the moment. Not just at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I'm just saying. I mean, the Poms one over there. And that's exactly. That's exactly so, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, is New the, Zealand one over. Did you see, they they won the first test by four runs, and then lost by lost by an innings in the in the second test. I think the third test starts on Monday, so that's that's yeah. been a really entertaining series to watch, actually. Yeah. That first, I mean, that would be. I was trying to think that would be the in terms of runs, surely, since like Edmonton. Those two are actually a pretty reasonable match for each other. Yeah, but I guess we talk about the the you know the Australian batting. I mean, the bowling's overrated. I think that that's mm. that goes without saying. But I mean, the batting is just a train wreck. Without, yeah, it's it's funny how you know you take away the two most. Uh, the two most important pillars, and not surprisingly, the whole house falls down. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think every, most test teams in the world, you take away their two best bats, and the rest would look pretty, pretty average. But, but it's, I, mean, I just think there's, there's not much metal there. Like, yeah, that's there's that's, not much steel. Like, even if you're not that good, show me something. Show me some ticker, and like. 
Travis Head, really? Like, I just... I'm not, I'm not sold on him, I don't mm. see it. I would have preferred they go with someone like Hilton Cartwright, who I think has got that, a bit of mungle in him. And, like, yeah, I have more confidence in him going out and being able to tough it out a bit. I just, I just look at that lineup and I think, you know, we could jag a couple of big scores in this series because we're playing in Australia, but there's... Mm. There's really I mean, not much I think, there. I think Kawadri and Sean Marsh are going to have to make a mountain of yeah. runs just for us to be competitive. Yeah. Um, and both of them firing. They're both a little bit mm. fragile at the best of times. Interestingly, but it's like someone asked me predicted score the other day, and almost in spite of myself, I still feel like Australia might win. <laughs> Like, India winning over here, I just, it, it I mean, seems look, like a mirage. I, I remember the last time they came over here and everyone's saying, oh, you know, it's the, all the great players that, you know, the Dravids, Laxman, all those guys, this is their last big chance. They're, they're a really good shot of winning it. Actually, this might have been the time before last. And we, yeah. ended, we ended up beating them 4-0. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was 2-0 the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2-0 well last time. And we're well and truly on top of the two other games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it might as well be four nil. Yeah, well I think other than the first test in the last series over in India, no one's won an away test between our two teams since two thousand and eight from memory. Mm. It might and have been look, even earlier than that. Like it's a big like look, it's a bit like my team in the two thousand and eighteen grand final is is that if you if you're going to do it, it's gotta be now. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> fallen yeah. the way you needed it to fall. Yeah. You've got to do it now because if you can't, yeah, I mm. mean, they may never beat us over here. With... Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, look, for Australia, where are the runs going to come from? And are we, are we comfortable that we can get 10 wickets cheap enough given that problem? Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what are Australia going to have to do to win matches? Probably bat first and make high 350 plus. Like, like and try Australia and to win matches have to get Cole out twice cheaply. Yeah. Like that's that's the the main stumbling block for mine is actually more than the run runs we need to score. It's the runs we need to stop him from scoring. I think it's really, if it's so if Australia do win, so let's let's flash forward and say that Australia <laughs> have actually won the series. What's happened? Our fast bowlers have, have bowled us to victory. Mm. More than anything. Who's um, player of the series? Probably Cummins. Mm. Um, I think... In a funny way, I reckon that the, the key man... I'm just trying to just exactly pinpoint. I reckon the key man is actually potentially going to be Aaron Finch. Which is probably why we're in a bit of trouble. But I think... He's, he's fortunate that we're starting in Adelaide, where if you can get in, you can fill your boots. And I think if... Like, the Indian pace attack, they're going to be good, but there's nothing... They wouldn't hold any fears for us. It's their spinners who are actually going to be the bigger challenge to negotiate, I would have thought. And, and even their impact will be somewhat muted, <laughs> yeah. you would think. Yeah. But I actually think, because Sean Marsh is in good form, Kawaja... 
should be able to score a couple Certainly. of big scores in the series. And Mitch Marsh, if he comes in when the team's in a good position, as we saw against England in the last couple of tests, then he can smack the ball around a bit as well and he can score some runs. So it's actually... I feel like, you know, we need to have a score on the board as Mitch Marsh comes in. If he walks in and we're three for 50, then I'm not expecting much from him, or four for 50, wherever he comes well, in. given he was batting, um, a, batting on four during the... Uh, I don't think he'll bat at no, four. No, I think, he, I think I've seen him listed at five or six in most of the... I think he should... Be, I, I, he's, I still think that the best role for Mitch Marsh is seven. Mm. I would put Payne at six and Marsh at seven. Yeah. And for two reasons. One is that given where the team's at, the captain's really got to stand up. But secondly, I actually think that you, you play Marsh in the, in the Gilchrist slash Stokes role. Mm. I know Stokes has moved a little bit further up the order now, but... Yeah, it was pretty the last test, wasn't it? You basically <laughs> just say to him, play your natural game. And yeah. I think that that's the problem is, is that they've tried to coach that out of him. And I'm not sure what messages he's been getting over the years but mm. it's like be more conservative but it's ridiculous like what the way you should play is the way that got you into the team in the first place yeah and that's how he batted in the two tests where he did really well yeah in perth and in melbourne in and they did uh, melbourne perth yeah well he helped yeah, i think he, perth, batted, melbourne, out Sydney, draw, he yeah. batted out the drawing yeah. in melbourne yeah but i think yeah, yeah. And I, I think, think his first test in South Africa too, in the in a game where nobody else was making runs, he made it very, very yeah. critical. I think it was only ninety six, but yeah. Was oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, he made critical runs when everybody else was scratching around. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's funny. Who, like, who, I still, I still just think. Who are the six? Who are the six batsmen that they'll be picking? Given they picked the squad now, and it's not. Or Hanscom won't play. Yeah. That's about it, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's Hanscom or Travis Head, isn't it? Yeah. Position five. Yeah, really. Hanscom won't play. So, but I mean, the, the other big question is where does Finch bat? Oh, he'll open. Like, yeah? They're not going to open with... Um, They'll open. I'd, I'd say they will open with Harris. Finch and Harris and Kawadra will bat three, Marshall yeah. bat... Sean Marshall bat four. Yeah, that that's... And then... And head at five, Mitch I Marshall. think head at... Yeah, they'd go head at five, Mitch Marsh at six. Yeah. I wouldn't write Hanscom off. Yeah. I... I mean, I, I look... I've, he's got... He, hmm. I, it will be interesting to see when he gets back in there... Because, look, he will get another chance at some point in time. When he gets back in there, it'll be interesting to see if he's ironed out those technical flaws. Mm. Because I actually think that in terms of a little bit of heart and a little bit of courage and a little bit of ticker, he's one guy that does have that. Mm. But... Oh, you got hung you out to in that last South Africa series when they were yeah. picking him and he couldn't buy a run. Like, he yeah. didn't want to be out there. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> They, and yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I worry about Travis Head. I I think that the Australian test, these sorry, the Australian test, and the Australian selectors missed a golden opportunity to settle the Maxwell debate once and for all. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maxwell and Renshaw would both be in my my side right now. I mean, Renshaw, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe. Look, maybe I'm maybe I overrate 
ran short, but I just think someone who showed as much as he did in his first run in the side didn't deserve to get left out in the well, first place. And, and I he think was... they did the same thing with Hughes, they did the same thing with Kawaja, and they ditched those guys around for years to I the mean, point where... He got concussed like, at the wrong time. Yeah. He was coming off a truckload of runs in England and was had batted well in the warm-up game. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I wouldn't give up on Renshaw yet either. Yeah, uh, and that, but and that's kind of why I would have liked to have seen him, them stick fat with him. Yeah, I but, think that given the, the amount of runs mm. that Harris has been making, that they have to have a look and see. But I mean, yeah, he could mm. he could get a short hook too. <laughs> yeah, like if they're not winning and he's nicking off, I don't think he'll be around for long. Yeah, um, I mean, I worry about Finch nicking off too. So. You know, we could we could find ourselves in a lot of situations where we're two for twelve. Yeah. But Sean Marsh is in really really good form. Like I've watched him bat in the last couple of Shield matches, and he's looked so composed and so relaxed. Like that's been the other big thing is like there were a couple of matches where he was in really tough situations in terms of the match and he was coming out and scoring at a run aboard and you could just tell you know he wasn't even looking at the scoreboard he was so relaxed i actually think if he's ever going to have that sort of big marquee summer now's the time because he's he's batting like a dream at the yeah, moment I mean, and he made runs in the one day it's not that yeah. stuff always translates across but yeah. i think that well the, the but it's important for him it, it's all that headspace he's the utmost confidence player like yeah he can, he can be the best player in the world and he can be the worst player in the world mm. within two weeks of each other. Like yeah. When he's on, there isn't a better... He's, he's got the lowest series aggregate for a top-order batsman ever against India at home. <laughs> he's like, he looks the best player in the mm. world when he's on. He really does. Everything looks effortless. Everything's nice and tight and compact. And when he hits the ball, he hits the ball hard. And Steve Waugh talked in his autobiography, talks about a Shield game he was playing for New South Wales at like Bankstown Oval of that yeah. and he talks about Sean Marsh playing and he said in the book you know this is one of the best innings I've ever seen anyone play not just at shield level like ever so he's definitely when he's switched on and he's in a good headspace but I mean one of Marshall Kawaj is going to have to make yeah. 500 plus yeah uh, I think and, and, and somebody else is going to have to step up yeah and contribute and look if it's Travis Head that they pick, well, Travis, you know, he's a golden opportunity to actually solidify a spot mm. for probably the next 10 years. Yeah, that's exactly it's right. It's a golden opportunity for you um, because there is a, you know, there's a giant hole there. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, look, they'll have some interesting interesting decisions to make when it comes to, to Warner in particular, I think. And... Um, and Smith and Bancroft, not necessarily in that order. I think Smith will come straight back in. Yeah. You can't afford to have class of, you know, some of that quality yeah. out of the team for long. But Certainly, I mean, there's no argument. He's, he's in the best two batsmen in the world. <laughs> the argument comes over whether it's him or Virat, but it's definitely one of those two, so I feel like... Yeah, Kane Williamson's not so sure about that. But no, anyway. I'd give him a break. It's those two are well and truly settled as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, yeah, the other two... Meh, I, I was never sold on Bancroft as a test cricketer, you know that. I mm. thought it was disappointing he got picked at the time, so... 
if he comes back and scores runs, then they'll look at him. But he's he like he's not going to come straight back. Like no, he wants Smith. I feel like he could play a shield game and then yeah. a shield match, and he'll be picked for the next for the yeah. next international. Um, yeah, Warner. I don't want, ever want to see him in Australian colours again. Let me make that perfectly clear. Yeah. So a scoreline. I like. Yeah, I don't know. I still. Perhaps actually, the really, the really interesting thing at the moment is the odds for the series. Yeah. I think I believe India are favourites for the series, but Australia are favourites for the first test. Now, does does, does someone? It's, it's that. It's either that or it's the other way around. But either either way, the team that's like twenty five cents more favoured for the series is well, like ten cents <laughs> unfavoured for the for the first test. Funnily enough, I can understand that if it's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd be putting money on it, but yeah. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, the thing mm. is, the thing that you find mm. these days is that the touring teams generally do struggle in the first test as they're becoming more familiar with the conditions. Yeah. I'll still go Australia 3-1. Famous last I'll, words, but... I'll, I'll, just, go, I'll go with the bookies. Yeah, I think India. I think India will win. I just can't see where Australia is going to get the runs from. Mm. Yeah, no, it is a concern. And as you say, well, the bowlers are going to have to, the bowlers are going to have to bowl out of their skin. They are, they are actually going to have to prove that they're the best yeah. bowling unit in the world. <laughs> That's the only way I can see Australia winning this series. Yeah. And the batsmen somehow managing to get two hundred and fifty to three hundred on a mm. fairly regular basis. Yeah. Well, no, no better place to do it than at Adelaide. Someone once said an Adelaide test match where it's always 39 degrees and the score is always three for 400 <laughs> until they start playing with a pink ball. And then that just ruined everything. But, and good to see no pink ball test. So I love it when the Indians come. <laughs> Top stuff, India. The VCCI, sticking it to the man. <laughs> Well, there's always talk about like Cricket Australia being arrogant and bullies and all that. It's like, yeah, yeah, but there's like there's degrees of it because look, here yeah. comes BCCI. <laughs> yeah, that's right. After you, how much? Sir. How much are you gonna pay us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoever said that dignity didn't come at a price? It's just yeah. got a lot of zeros on the end. Yeah. <laughs> The more zeros, the better. <laughs> the more zeros you know. <laughs> yeah. Still, it will be an interesting series. So I think it kicks off next Thursday. Yes. Got the day off. Nate's coming over. Be ready to watch. Maybe, maybe I'll, uh, I'll break out my voice recorder, which is sitting in my room. Maybe do the uh, the, the series, <laughs> sort of the session, session by session breakdowns. The running diary. Yeah, things could get... As day gets more and more, more and more. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh... Yeah. There was there were some good things on grand final day. Oh. It, was, it, was so, it was so fun, like, not having to play that role for one. It was <laughs> just... The emotional rollercoaster. It was actually... Not, with Dan not the, being the one strapped It was in. actually funny. Everyone said to me, so how were you on grand final day? And I said, well... There did seem to be a common thread that everybody said, which was along the lines that I became you. 
<laughs> Which is probably... It's a fate worse than death for us. For both of us. I mean, I, I'd also forgotten how expensive it is when your team wins a grand final. Oh, or the, or the uh, paraphernalia. Or the merch. All stuff. Yeah. yeah. I didn't quite get the... Uh, I didn't quite go down the, the pathway of somebody else and buying the $2,000 jumper, but... Uh, I, I did... I did drop Splurge a little. A reasonable... A, a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah, not nowhere near that money. The words of David Paddy, goes for it to you. <laughs> you do have to spoil it. I bought a couple, <laughs> couple of little trinkets to remember the year. But, um, but it was a good day. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it's good times. Yeah, so uh, I was, yeah, Jack, I think Jack Darling took two years off my life. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. All of us. I'm still shitting with him because that still cost us. That was the, going to be the celebration moment. <laughs> like we didn't get to have it. The the final siren going was was nowhere near as good as the darling goal was going to be. Yeah, exactly. The darling goal was going to be it. There was going to be like just jizz sprayed everywhere, and instead it was a large house brick sprint being excreted into the other side of the pants instead. And can, the next minute of the game. While we bring this up, can I can I swipe champion data? Go go for it. <laughs> what cha- champion data? have come out this week and rated Brisbane as a better team than the West Coast Eagles for the upcoming season. What? What? Yeah. The, the, the reigning premiers Ow! ranked 11th. Um, um, hats, <laughs> amateurs, uh, guys. What uh, the hell? But, but how? Your model sucks. Yeah. Your so are they, do they come out well, and say anything in its defence? Nah. Like, well, the, <laughs> the, the, the good news for Eagles fans was they uh, rated 12th coming into the 2018 <laughs> season. So we've moved, we moved up it's, one spot. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the I, day... Hopefully champ- you'll move up one spot in the final rank. Oh, wait, you can't. You're yeah. already on top. Yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I, I, I sat there and I crunched numbers, champion data. Premierships won in 2018. West Coast Eagles won. Every other team zero. Yeah, they won more premierships that year than the rest of the competition put together. The, and the best, I have to repeat the best quote I, I saw about this. Somebody wrote, I wonder if they're taking wins and losses into their equations. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is clearly Robert Walls' new job after he got sacked by Nerily Meadows. Kath Logman, what oh, a champion. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought you said it was Nerily. No, it was Kath Logman. Oh. Yeah. Another West Aussie girl. But yeah. yeah. But so yeah. since she moved him on from there, oh, he's she... taken over as the president of Champion Dark. Oh, it's yeah. epic, epic troll central, Kath. What yeah. a. Yeah. I won't be coming at the time. If the, e- if the Eagles win, I won't be coming in on Monday. Yeah, that's right, because you'll be fired by <laughs> then. That's right, yeah. Oh, burn on you. Yeah. So, uh, top but yes, I could not believe it when yeah, I read that. Wow. It's a 15th best midfield, apparently. And yet the, I wouldn't um, necessarily argue with that point, maybe. But. Well, I'd, I'd argue with the fact that <laughs> Melbourne were rated the number one midfield. The uh, the midfield that didn't bother to turn up on mm. the biggest day of their uh, of their footballing <laughs> lives. Their sorry, miserable lives. Yeah. Oh, 
The first that, two that was good fun though. <laughs> I think it was 19, 19, I can't remember if it was 1930 or something. In the 1930s, yeah. not kicking a goal in the first half. Like, yeah. It was embarrassing. I feel like it might have been 27. Yeah, it was. I, 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 think, I yeah. think it was a 27 reference from memory. Whatever it is, yeah. it was actually. It was a long time. It was a, hey, it was a long, long It was time a real ago. long time ago. <laughs> um, very, shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, uh, did the hell am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> we referenced that twice now. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it's always, always, uh, always good and exciting when the test matches are about to start. The yeah, um, a shout out to the, I know I mentioned it before, but a big shout out to the women's team who mm. clearly like the last couple of finals they'd been in, the fact that they'd lost them both definitely stuck in their mm. core. So I could see like a couple of yeah. them were quite emotional when they won but they were the best team in that competition by yeah. some margin and I mean yeah it's good for, good for me you know the, the Red Sox getting up which was, uh, which Happy was awesome that. and yeah. uh, the overrated one looking like he's about to get fired which is also another bonus Jeez. god what happened to you man you you used to be cool did you see his did you see his the players, celebration? I've lost the players. It's like, well, whose fault's that? Yeah. Like, if you're hoping to say... <laughs> well, can you find them? <laughs> if you're hoping to come out and say that, I mean, maybe you need to think about whether this is the right job for you. Yeah. Did you see his celebration with the water bottle when when they beat uh, the young boys or who no. was the oh. champs? Like, oh... Have a look. Just, just search, like, Mourinho celebration water bottle. It's good. <laughs> Going absolutely like Dan Jackson on the sidelines. Very enjoyable to watch. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I think uh, that's probably a good time to pull the plug. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go the Aussies. Later, skaters. Later, hosen.